Okay, everybody, welcome back to Talk of the Now podcast, and it's me and Jason. Hello, hello. Jason. Howdy! <laughs> I'm just so proud to be here. How, where's that from, Jason? That would be from Hee-Haw. Howdy! The old Minnie Pearl. Minnie Pearl, yep. And, I mean, it was Minnie Pearl. Was she not a national treasure? Mm-hmm. Was she not a national treasure? That, that woman. I mean, she, I don't know if she was a millionaire, but she had to be pretty well off for doing nothing more than pretending to be an old lady for, out from the sticks. Yep. Which I don't even think she was. From no, I don't think so either. But yeah. That, uh, that reminds me though. I think I have a topic tonight, but I won't Uh-oh. reveal it quite yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't want to do that yet. I, you don't give everything away and, you know. Gotta, gotta warm up to things, Jason. Gotta ease them into it, Gene. How have you been? How you how you doing? Oh, doing pretty well. Doing pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. How's that uh, Hollywood career going? Yeah. Boy, I'm thinking, so I'm thinking of another Jason White. Sorry. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Easy. Um. Well, that's cool. Um. Glad to hear it. Bought anything new? Doing anything new? Interesting. I hadn't talked about that in a few uh, episodes. No, nothing, nothing really. Haven't bought um, anything new. Nothing other than toilet paper, maybe. <laughs> yeah, um, I did buy a backup car, uh, but other than that, yeah, nothing. nothing well, that's else. something. Yeah. What? Uh, what? What did you buy? Eighty ninety three neon. Mm. <laughs> no, uh, but it is something out of the ordinary for me. Okay. Um, I'm listening. Mainly, it doesn't lie, you know, from the land of the Rhine River and the Black Forest. Um, it's uh, it's uh, more. It's one of the other Axis powers. Uh, I bought a 2004 Honda Pilot. 2004 so, yeah. Honda Pilot. So an SUV, yeah. huh? Interesting. Yeah. It's got push button four wheel drive. So okay, figure, figure eh, it's bigger. It's the their bigger SUV. So I was like, well, it's a good price. One owner. Mm-hmm. Not, why not you know why not something to no yeah use if you know inevitably my lovely car from the land of the rhine and the black forest you don't, um, all, you don't always have to down. have a driver's car so per se uh, uh, yeah but that, that statement there just doesn't apply to me normally but um <laughs> well i meant uh, as a whatever car i mean you know second car third car whatever yeah, i know even my but normally my whatever car would still be like a you know a jetta or something like that that's true um so I did go outside the family. Um, I'm waiting to get a letter. And now I'm kidding. Um, I won't but, count it against you this time, Jason, but you know, next yeah. time. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, it was just a good price. So I, I got that as a <clears throat> backup car that you mm-hmm. know. Um, mileage. 250. Okay. Um, is this a um so did you have to do a um go a little bit in this did you have to do a um i'm sorry i know you did a carfax on it yeah, yeah. <clears throat> clear pretty pretty decent history on it yeah one owner you know well maintained nothing yeah. really jumped out i think the word is getting out now that people need to do a carfax i mean back in the day i think a lot of people were ignorant of that but oh, i yeah. think it's you know, yeah it's pretty much essential yeah yeah but i mean you know your average ignorant person may not realize it yeah, normally you need to demand whoever you buy it from give you the Carfax. Mm, um, that's a good that's point. 
Yeah, because you shouldn't even have to pay for that. And have a um, mechanic check it over if you can. Yeah. Um, if you if you don't know anything of about you know like if you're an average person that knows nothing about cars other than turning the key and it goes. <laughs> right. So, I think that's a important buying man buying cars to me is if you have to have a car it's like the worst experience if you if you're in need of a car buying a car is no fun at all now if you're in the market for a car as in just looking around and trying to find something you like yeah well then it's a whole different story it's a whole lot more enjoyable to go look for the chase yeah and i've chased a few around in some interesting parts of town to be honest with you um for my price range because i was going for under three grand you know just something cheap you know you can just keep liability insurance on and just drive when you need it um, and you were looking for an suv right no no, no. I, I just it told just, you i was looking well, that's at, what i meant yeah i was looking at um primarily mark five jettas the five cylinder ones the the bulletproof engine the 2.5 um you know uh looking for that a it's weird how the market is right now. I, I got that one that I had before this car. I had a Mark V Jetta and I've got it for 2,700. Whereas I couldn't find anything anywhere near that condition of a car for that cheap. Um, because I was going to the strict budget of three, three grand. So and under, so um, considered a couple BMW three series, like early two thousands BMW three series. Um, you know, no M3s, just like a 325 or a 328. Um, actually, there's a wagon for sale in Lawrenceville, but as it goes, especially on Facebook Marketplace, people just don't respond back in a timely manner. Um, I'm just like, are you trying to sell this or not? You know? Um, so I, I kind of gave up on a few of those because I was like, okay, and I went to a couple bad places of town to look at some really questionable mark five jettas um you know in various states of disarray <laughs> and the key was i wanted uh, other people in the household to be able to at the house where i'm at now to be able to drive it so it had to be an automatic which limited my choices um so as it goes with the automatic transmission there's going to be issues um more issues than that when than you have when you have a manual because it's just you know, more moving parts to an automatic. So one of them I drove pretty rough on first gear, which I knew was either the transmission control module module or the transmission itself. So that one was a, a no-go on that. And the rest of the car wasn't good enough for me to say, oh, I'll just fix it. Because the whole point of this was to buy something that you didn't have to go, oh, I need to fix this. So anyway, and then I went to another one uh, very scary part of town that was in need of coils really bad ignition coils and barely made it back on the test drive uh so yeah <laughs> i've had some adventures uh drove up to dalton to look mm-hmm. at a lot with about seven or eight potential cars but apparently they didn't want to do business on a day when everybody was off on labor day so they were closed <laughs> um and when i got there i was like yeah these would all be kind of like well i like this but not that about it and I get it. My price range was a little challenging, but still it just was like, uh, I don't know what to do. And then I just happened to be sitting in a restaurant next to a used car lot. And I looked over and I saw this Honda pilot and I did a quick search on their website and saw everything. And I thought, well, okay. 
why am I getting somewhat excited about a Honda Pilot? That's weird, uh, you know. And uh, but it it you know ticks all the boxes. It's Honda, so you know it's reliable. Um, you know, it's nice and you know, it's very. There's a lot of utility to it. It's got that third row of seats. It's you know a lot of room when you put the seats down to, to put stuff in. Um, push button four wheel drive helps. Um, just in case got to bug out and go up a mountain somewhere, <laughs> you know, um, it'll at least make a, make a concerted effort to do that. So my sister yeah. had one for a while yeah. and uh, uh, she liked it a lot. It went for a really long time. Hey, by the way, did you notice my shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yes. My mom gave me this Bob <laughs> Ross shirt for uh, Christmas. That is perfect. My That's mom awesome. is, um, I don't know if you have a relative like this. I had a couple, but like it's someone that you, um, not her, but she doesn't really do it all that much. But sometimes I think people will do this is that you'll tell them something like, you know what? I really got into uh, soccer lately. Next thing you know, they're buying you like uh, posters and magazines and uh, t shirts that have everything that my grandmother was actually really bad about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God rest her soul. But they, they, uh, they assume you're a true fanatic. Yeah uh-huh yeah i was like she found out that i like baseball cards back in my middle school years and next thing i knew i was getting like these um what do you call those um picture frame things that have um literal items in them you know oh yeah yeah like shadow boxes yeah yeah things like that from like you know a ty cobb shadow box thing or i have a babe ruth or something like that somewhere still and uh, after a while, I was like, all right, I like baseball. I don't, I don't want, you know, I don't need my um, my bedspread and everything else to be a baseball thing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that well. But uh, I guess some people were like, well, I don't know what he likes, but he does like baseball. So I guess I'll get him something with baseball. <laughs> but I don't know. I um, Some people are, of course, they, they do that themselves. Some college football fans I've seen before, you know, it's like you go to their house and it's like a, facade of uh uga or tennessee or whoever they love it's like living in a gift shop yes <laughs> exactly now if i was rich and i had like a um, man cave basement okay then i might collect some things you know i might collect uh you know some some uga posters or like stadium pictures and <laughs> you know maybe maybe a jersey of a favorite uh baseball player and put it in you know things like that or you know right right some cast iron cars that I like a lot, things like that, or die cast. I mean, so <laughs> cast iron, Whoa. cast iron. <laughs> wow, this car model's be... great, but it's heavy. This <laughs> thing's a thousand dollars. What? <laughs> wow, it's a cast iron. <laughs> Jeez. So, um, is a well, yeah. Well, congratulations on your new, uh, your new cat. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, just kind of a backup, just yeah. in case. That people aren't listening uh, uh that people aren't listening that's funny people that are listening if they don't know i drive a 2011 audi s6 v10 so you know this suv will actually probably be better on fuel mileage um but uh, you know my car is odd enough to where i'm going to keep it but nature of that is i don't necessarily want to run up the miles as much as you can here in metro atlanta just driving to work and back and going to do anything because everything's 45 minutes away you know that's just how it is um that's why we always you know when you get a car from here it's going to have higher yearly mileage on it so you can't use yeah. the normal the normal gauge of mileage per year 
when it's from here but uh mm-hmm. yeah so so anyway that's that's kind of why i bought it just to have something kind of cool it's a little you know it's different um it's in dire need of an aftermarket radio which will be purchased soon mm. um just still has a tape player um in case i want to put in those old mixtapes that i taped off of you know power 99 and then b98.5 and I got a few 97 back in the day i got a few uh, cassettes you can rent them for 10 bucks a piece I've got about 150 of them here <laughs> and very probably in various states of uh, decay magnetically. So I'm sure they don't all sound that great. Yeah, probably um, not. But anyway, I just think it's just, just funny how you can see, like it wasn't too long after that, that cars stopped having tape players. Cause this was Oh four when this one was built. Um, mm. But yeah, it's uh like I said, it's utilitarian. It's really, you know, it's, it's a decent color. It's not silver. Like all of them were it's, you know, it's this kind of like bluish gray color. I think my um, sister's was that color. Probably. Oh, speaking of um, Audi, um, our friend that was looking into getting that one car, did is he uh, progressed in that any, or is it still kind of on the table? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's still on the table. He just hadn't, I mean, the nature of it being a rare model. Right. And if he's going to spend that amount of money, he needs to get what he wants feature wise you know and it's worth waiting on to do it now of yeah. course the, the longer he waits the because he was wanting to have like something with at least a little bit of warranty left on it but i don't mm. think that's gonna i don't think that's really gonna happen for what he wants and the price range and the availability well these were like two or four years old now right something like that uh yeah 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 they, yeah pretty much three mm. three years old four years old yeah you're getting out of that warranty window Depends on the yeah, it depends on the your mileage thing. It's more the mileage on these cars because people didn't drive them as much. Mm-hmm. So the mileage still it's still under the mileage as well. But uh, okay. Yeah, so it just depends on the is that warranty usually a um like I don't know, 30, 30,000 or three years, or is it and or both type thing? Yeah, I mean, I don't it's not always thirty thousand, it's like 40 or 50 yeah i know some yeah i don't know what it is on those but he was he's kind of given up on the warranty part of it which will open up his possibilities yeah a little bit more but eventually he, anyway with trim packages that he wants and all you know it's like he could get the car and then buy the trim pa- package separate and we can install it but it's kind of like if you're spending this kind of money you don't want to spend another two grand on a trim package to put you know that together on you'd mm-hmm. rather just wait on the one he wants so yeah, I keep waiting to get a phone call to be getting on a plane with him, uh, you know, <laughs> to go look at it. So, well, I, I, is this the type of thing where um, you're most likely only going to find it in a place like, you know, Texas, California, Florida, or something? I could be anywhere. I mean, yeah. Well, not, I was just thinking money wise, where people that have money might try to purchase them or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of money know? here. So it doesn't, I mean, it's sure either way. It's just you, you have to be willing to travel to get it. I guess uh-huh. I was thinking, uh, you know, some some rich guy in my aunt, you know, South Beach that buys one just for a year or two yeah. to drive around. <laughs> not that expensive, okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. We're talking fifty thousand. We're not talking, you know, a hundred daily, daily driver. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, fifty grand's a, a not that too off of a regular price car, honestly. These no, days. no, it's not. Ex- it's not exuberant. No, not not by it's, today's it's standards. As much as a friggin' truck costs these days. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. golly. But Shoot, you get, any, a lot more, tr- yeah. get a lot more use out of a truck, though, but still. Any, yeah, any truck that's not a regular cab nowadays, I mean, you could just get up there in the stratosphere. You know? It's hard for me to think they even make regular cab trucks anymore. It's like, yeah. what's the point? 
you know. Right. Well, other than just your your standard work truck for somebody that's a plumber, you know, or whatever that just wants a, a, a work truck. Right. Yeah, I guess but, so. But hmm. anyway, yeah, I think he's he's still he's still in the market for it, and he's uh, like you said, he's going to give me a call whenever whenever one comes around, and make sure I've got an, at least a few days in in Toyota maybe feel sick <coughs> and have to. <laughs> call into work no I, I can tell my boss what i'm doing she'd let me off that's just how cool she is um but yeah so we could probably go fly somewhere and t- check it out because i mean with these cars you kind of know what you're getting um so it's not like one of those things where oh i'm gonna fly to this place and it's not gonna be good and i'm gonna have to fly back no if you're go if you commit to fly you know it's good um these cars are also new enough to where as long as your car fax checks out they're going to be quality cars. It's not like you're going to find go to one. It's like, Oh crap. The paint's not good or Oh crap. No, it's not even old sure. enough for the, for the paint. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, it's not something I'm used to looking at. I'm like, uh, I usually have way too many factors, but so anyway, we're, you know, he's, he's gonna, gonna message me <laughs> whenever uh, he's, he sent me some stuff. He sent me one. And he's like, just be prepared. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Huh. And then he sent me another text. He's like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, never mind. Um, Forget that one. But anyway, so my car is back and running great. So mm-hmm. well, that's good. After a bit of a big dispute with the auto repair shop, um, that lasted about a month um, mm-hmm. of the car being in that shop. Um, but it's back. I won't use that shop ever again. Um. Anywho, so there we go. Anyway, there we go. There's well, a, Jason. There's a week in the life of Jason. Yes, it's so exciting for everybody listening. I feel like yeah. I feel like there was something <laughs> I bought, or or um, new pair of shoes, Dean. No, I did not. Um, <laughs> other than um, my uh, faucet on the sink in the kitchen is leaking, so I got to fix that. That's real news. I mean, that's that should be on a banner somewhere. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so i got to figure out how to get that thing fixed get it's annoying fixed. either way right oh for sure <laughs> like, golly nothing like seeing a uh, nothing like seeing a drip drip water spot in in the bottom of your sink um oh, yeah i um <clears throat> you're pivoting to a little bit of new of um things have been in, in the news um sorry to hear that uh of course we're we're behind as far as episode load uploading goes but uh this week, Norm McDonald passed away. Yeah, that was sad. Oh. And I was amazed by it that his perseverance in keeping it a secret is pretty impressive. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. Now, if you look at his show that he had his own show, if you watch some of the last episode, you're like, okay, he's starting to age really quickly. When was that show? Uh, I don't remember, but um, more than less than five years ago. Yeah. And, you know, you're like, Okay, when they show clips from that, he is starting to age a little quicker, but you just think, okay, maybe whatever. You know, you're not automatically thinking somebody's sick, but yeah. I'm I'm kind of impressed with celebrities like that, like you know, David Bowie. We never knew he was sick. Oh, I didn't um, realize he was keeping it a secret either. Yeah, cancer. Yeah. And, and then, well the um sorry, go ahead. And Neil Peart for that matter. Um oh his was secret as well. Yep. Oh. Nobody knew that. Remember they stopped. Well, then they stopped touring when Rush stopped touring it. It was told that he had bad arthritis and Did was trying to that. recover. And I thought to myself, he worked through that. That's kind of odd. 
Um, and he just told his inner circle and they kept, they all kept it quiet. So, and the guy that played the black Panther, I cannot remember the actor's name. Um, Bozeman or something like that. Oh, Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah. 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 He had kept his quiet for. Yeah. Cause I mean, years. talk about a guy who, who went out on top, you know, of his career. Holy cow. Like, yeah. yeah a fine just, actor. I thought. Yeah. I thought very good actor. Very good actor. Um, and then the, the, the MLK movie was just awesome. You know, I just was like, wow, you know, just, you know, he, he, he did a great job. Um, I, I didn't, did that tell you that I um, was on the black Panther movie as an extra? I don't know if I told you, ever told you that. Um, uh, I, yeah. um, huh? Figured you were their target, target, you know, extra audience, you know, target. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but um, neither. It's, no, it's um, supposed to be I, a joke. Woo. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> There, uh, no, but it was, it was a pretty, it wasn't really, I mean, the day that we were there was a UN scene. We were down at the Atlanta, oh, yeah. um, down there at the, they did it at the Atlanta, whatever that's called, um, city hall maybe. And so you go to a, um, a base camp and then they, they drive you over there to the actual, you know, place where they're filming. And so you mess around there and they tell you, Hey, go over here, sit in this room for two hours. We'll call you when we're ready. You know, you <laughs> snack on free snacks and Coke or whatever they have for you. Talk to random people left and right. The talking to random people is actually one of the more fun parts about doing and being an extra in a movie. And then they finally call you out there. And so they put us in an auditorium basically, mm -hmm. and they kind of dress it up to look like a union, uh, UN auditorium. And so the whole time you're just watching them, do their thing or whatever and there was a few right. and they put me toward the front and so there were a couple of times where he was less than 10 feet away from me and so he was like sitting up on a thing talking to the director guy that came by and um right but it was just kind of a, a little surreal or surreal to see him just kind of there you know to and the funny thing is is that he stayed in character during the um in-betweens <laughs> yeah he was oh, he, yeah. he kept the accent and everything during the in-betweens it was i thought that was Probably interesting easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier to do that way yeah yeah, he like, just, I thought that, that was interesting. He was, I guess you call that a method actor, maybe. I don't know. Yep. Um, but, anyways, I thought that was uh, very um, interesting. You know, I was, yeah. oh, was going to ask you another thing about that. Do you, um, was Prince, do you think that his health was uh, worse than he let on before his death? He had a bad addiction right. to opioids from the pain that he was in from just, jumping around all, all those years yeah, I'd heard on that. stage and stuff like that. And so I don't, I think maybe obviously his addiction was something that he hid, mm -hmm. but not many people come out with that anyway. Sure. So, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if it was a, that is a health that's at, I'm not trying to belittle anybody with an addiction. That is a health issue, but sure. Sure. It wasn't an illness per se. Um, but yeah, I think that was the sad part about that was that that opioid addiction, which you know, unfortunately, a, a good number of people suffer from. Um, was Chris Cornell an addict, or was he? Um... He well, here's the deal with Chris. Chris was an addict, right, and had recovered. I thought um, so, and had been taking. Now, why a doctor would describe add a van to somebody who was a knew he was a recovering addict 
who knows, there's also some suspicion around his death, which we won't go into right now. Hmm. But for him to call his wife and say, I, th- I think I took one too many Adidas or something, um, you know, hmm. say what we want about that, but stuff that makes you hallucinate like that just, mm, you know, um, yeah. just really sad. Just really, I mean, any of those are sad, obviously. I was, um, yeah, no, I was just curious. Um, there's been a few, there have been quite a few people that passed away there in the um, celebrity uh, spotlight, if you will, in the last two to three years. Yep. Um, Norm, um, I was told, I haven't um, read up on him much. I was told by on another talk show that I was watching that he was a, that he was a believer, a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard too. I didn't know. I that. was like, Not based on okay. his jokes he's had in the past. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, he definitely who, went blue. Who, I was like, well, who hasn't, you know, told well, no, sure. Stuff they shouldn't or said stuff they shouldn't said, honestly. I mean, that's that's one of those things I've gotten a little bit, I don't want to say more lenient on, but well, no, it doesn't realistic about salvation or nothing. I'm just no, no. But, I mean, it, it again it could it can be an indicator of other things going on, but yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, when I heard that too, I heard that on um oh, I can't remember the guy's name, comedian guy, uh conservative comedian has a has a show. Oh, um, um uh, Crowder, know, Steven just, Crowder. Yes, Crowder. Yes. Okay. Um, when he taught, he did his tribute to him. He talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I don't know how and, long uh, they they think he might have been a believer because I have read things on. Um, uh, Norm said yeah. at one point he didn't was not a believer or something. Like right, that. and you know what? Beef on the cross, right? You don't have to be a believer long. No, absolutely. <laughs> you know? Um, and yeah, it's always nice when you hear that about people and you just think okay not mm-hmm. that we'll care in the afterlife when we know when we get to heaven but you always think oh man will he be up there telling you know funny clean jokes you know you never know um we're gonna hear that voice and go norm <laughs> yeah uh and just but how awesome would that be you know what i mean if all these if a lot of these people that we weren't we never knew about were were believers you know that, that's a great yeah, sure. that's a great thing um, now i don't I, yeah and i don't want to give the impression that somebody should be squeaky clean their whole life that they're a christian and no not, no not you're not going to be <laughs> well that or you know not um or, or somebody that, that that tells dirty jokes in in the public view isn't you know well is a, is a hypocrite that, of some is, sort but well we're all hypocrites you know and that's that's what we all have to get to but I mean, obviously we know there are, there is fruit and there's, there's things that you can tell, you know, most 99.99% of the time, Christian's not going to be doing that, you know, but it's not because right. it's not because, oh, they feel like they've got to be good. It's just because it just, your nature change, you know, right, right, right. Holy Spirit right. changes your nature. You, you may, and, and if you do slip up, that's how you know you did something wrong most of the time is because you're a believer. Yeah. So, well, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it's tough. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where I just, you know, I just pray that he was, you know, yeah, I, absolutely. I hope I, ho- I, say, I say, I hope that he was, cause you know, I don't want to pray that he was because it doesn't matter. It's not up to you. Mean you hope by saying that I hope, yeah. I hope in, in the, in the joyous sense of the word that, you know, you're going to get to heaven and right. see some of these people that you're like, Oh my gosh, you were a believer too. Like, you know, like, well, that's cool certainly that up be? to God. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it is. It's up to God. Um, I mean, and, but uh, either way it was sad. He had a unique, dry sense of humor that just, right. I, I don't think is equaled. Um, you know, somebody somebody call him the greatest comedian ever. I'm like, 
it's hard it's hard not to to say no robin williams sure in some, <laughs> but, in some people's view there's nothing you know it's all subjective in a lot of ways um but he he's yeah for definitely for dry stand-up humor it was norm mcdonald i mean just just <laughs> hilariously funny and I, yeah you know, his his weekend updates were some of the best yeah um, I, I saw a good um somebody telling a story how he uh, <laughs> oh. uh I, I think it was jimmy fallon actually said that I don't know if you saw his tribute. He said that he went up to him yeah, somewhere. Huh? Oh, yeah, uh, go ahead. he went up to him somewhere when he first met him. And it was like, Norman Donald, you're my friend. You're, you are the greatest comedian ever or something like that. He said that he um, happened to be sitting next to Bob Newhart and uh, Norm goes, what do you mean? There's Bob Newhart here. <laughs> and he's like, well, <laughs> well, yeah, but you're, you know, my favorite, I guess, stand up. Right? <laughs> he said it was awkward, but funny. Um, uh, moment but well anyways, you know yeah. and imagine being a fly on the wall at that table bob newhart and norm mcdonald two dry humor like legends oh mm-hmm. you know i mean if anybody see if anybody's watched you know comedians in cars getting coffee oh yeah the the episode with norm mcdonald was pretty funny mm-hmm. um and you just and everybody always asks, you know, why? Oh, why do you care? You didn't know the guy. You didn't know this. I was like, well, we we knew his artwork. We knew his craft. We shared. He shared his his gift with us, and it's okay to to say, oh, I'm I'm sad that he died. There are some people that just get on you about that. I'm like, really? Just yeah. <laughs> well, like, it's um, yeah. I mean, that that's understandable. I mean. It's um it's a difference between getting to know somebody and their celebrity, if you will, or or their craft, whatever you want to call it. Like, you know, if you're mm-hmm. good example is that um big I'm a big fan of U2 and Bono and have been for a long time. And um I'm not always into them, but I like them a lot. And you know, if I heard that Bono passed away tomorrow, yeah, I might shed a tear or two. I don't know. Um now I don't I won't look mm-hmm. at it as I lost a brother, but you know, um no, there's but nothing you'll, wrong. You'll you'll shed a tear because you're passionate about them that you love their art. You know, there's nothing wrong with mourning over someone that you admired. I mean, there are some people that just don't, don't see the point in it. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry that you don't have happiness in your life. You know, (laughs) it's like, it just, I don't get it. I'm like, I'm a, you know, me enough to know I'm a passionate person. and, And so when I'm into something, I'm into it. And it also means that I connect with it more when, so when something is lost, it's like, whew, you know, that, that's a tough one. Prince was, Prince was a tough one. You know, you, you think Prince is one of those people I had like three, at least three chances in my life to go see and I never did. And hmm. including his last show ever here at the Fox. I, my friend from Alabama was like, Hey, I, I could probably get you a ticket if you want to go. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to spend the money. Stupid. Always spend the money. <laughs> you know, I did, I did it for Soundgarden's last show in Atlanta at the Fox and I'm so glad I did it. I paid 80 bucks for nosebleed at the Fox. Mm. And I just, you know, that was the first time ever. I'd never saw him in the nineties. So it was like, yeah, you just, you, and, and I think, I think it's okay. We let artists into our lives. We let their work into our lives. Like somebody says, you know, about somebody on movies or TV show, you let them into your living room. You know, you're, they spend time with your family. That's just kind of how it is. Um, and, you know, and I really we, don't, we, go ahead. I really don't care if people don't understand it. Uh, but I'm going to get teared up when I, when I, you know, hear, hear that voice. It's just like this, you know, just Norm McDonald, just, ah, it just, it's, it stinks to lose a genius, 
you know? Well, you know, it's, um, yeah, somebody that can just come up with great, um, funny stuff. And he, you know, as blue as some of his stuff was, oftentimes those guys, their stuff that's not blue is even more brilliant. Yeah. Um, just, and a lot of times it's not even a big thing. Like, I mean, we've even said it on the show, Germans love David Hasselhoff. I mean, he right. coined that term. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was Norm McDonald that said yeah. that. We, and I, I still use that term. The Germans love David Hasselhoff. You know, or his whole thing is oh, a wiener dog. He's wearing a sweater. Hey, wearing right. a sweater. It was a wiener dog. He's wearing a sweater. I mean, just how can that be so funny? Because Norm's doing it, you know? Uh huh. Um, I actually yeah. looked up the moth joke, which I never heard before. Oh my gosh, that is hysterical. It's like it's like three minutes too long, but it, it wouldn't be the same if it wasn't that way, you know. And and, uh-huh. and and Conan just loses it at the you know, it's just oh it's it's brilliance, you know, keep you stringing along. <laughs> well, rest in peace, Mr. McDonald. Yes, um, rest in peace, Norm McDonald. Uh the other thing I was just gonna uh, touch on, because we'll do another night, just we'll spend more time because we're about to end this but uh oh we did we touch touch on i'm touching on it what is it <laughs> touch on it because it kind of um kind of goes way off that subject of yeah. uh by the way i just thought about uh my favorite one of my favorite dumb celebrity impressions was done by norm mcdonald is just uh his his version of uh <laughs> burt reynolds on celebrity jeopardy oh. just Turd you just Ferguson. laugh thinking yes. about it Turd Turd Ferguson. <laughs> That's not my name. Burt Reynolds, not my name. (laughs) Oh, man. Another Canadian. Um, But anyways, I was going to touch on the topic. We sort of hit on a little bit earlier with uh, Mini Pearl, but maybe we'll do it next time. um, He's going to talk about um, the Nashville scene, a little Mm. country music. Get into some country music talk. But uh, older, old, older country music, because, you know, oh, I don't know much new country, so I can't talk about it. No, I don't know much new country either, but I don't want to know it. <laughs> I know who um, Blake Shelton is. Uh, I know he's yeah. new country. I know um, who's the other guy with a big beard. Um, a lot of guys, a lot of people like nowadays. Guess Chris Stapleton. Isn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. The Tennessee whiskey guy. Yeah. Yeah. So some of them I are did. still pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, there are some. I just, I, I'm not a big fan of the way. Yeah, the new poppy stuff or whatever. We all, we miss the Nashville network, Gene. We do. Oh yeah, yeah. I miss we'll, me some we'll, crook- we'll I miss me some, miss me some crook and chase. Shotgun, you know, some- shotgun red. On Nashville now. Yep, with Ralph Emery. Yep. Ralph, Ralph Emery. He kind of talked like this, sort of. That's a- right. Yeah, <laughs> this is a great. I can't remember his co-host. Oh, name. do you talk about Minnie Pearl? Minnie Pearl on Ralph Emery one time. Uh-huh. She said, "Well, you know, you know what." Ki- Always talking about kissing a man with a beard. <laughs> Mom, mama used to say you had to go through a little brush to get to a picnic. You know, like <laughs> that's just Minnie Pearl, man. Holy cow! Did you watch uh, the um, the country music Ken Burns special that was on PBS? Oh, I did not. Oh man, it's a, it, it's long. It's like seven different parts. It's good though. I'm really, sure. it's it's really good. But in my opinion, uh, he goes into everything from the Laurel Springs stuff and how country music influenced that and um he does a is it laurel springs in california laurel canyon laurel canyon thank you laurel canyon get my canyons of springs mixed up here um Hmm. but uh he goes into that and 
how that had country music influence all the way to the why um, would you touch that uh, i don't know why you would touch on that. yeah anyway. it was some of it felt like a little bit of a stretch like i mean i can spent, get i can get it but i just yeah. i get the connections but i mean obviously linda ronstadt was the big one for there but yeah and 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 i'm pretty ignorant of a lot of country music history so it was really educational for me because i never knew about the bakersfield scene i mean i just didn't mm-hmm. know about it you know didn't know that, that was such a cool scene in california yeah you and um in california and country at all but yeah yeah no not at all and went into that and oddly enough i mean i know that um um uh, what's his name um blowing uh you know um losing my mind now what is his name the bob guy that's, dylan. yeah thank you bob dylan how'd you get that are you Hands in my in the wind. yeah blowing in the wind um bob dylan he went into like a 30 minute thing about bob dylan and i was sort of like i get it i mean i know that he he kind of crossed over with some country guys some but i don't know that you know <laughs> he actually gave a lot of he actually did a lot on uh, chris christopherson so that was interesting wow a lot on chris christopherson that's which that's i didn't know yeah didn't know that chris did so much for country music but um, it was really good. I really highly recommend watching it if you want to. On a, you can find it on demand or whatever. Um, and but he, some parts he didn't seem to touch on as much as I would have liked for him to. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I, I I need to watch it again. It was good. So, but anyways, we'll hit the uh, the country music scene next time. So, <laughs> anyway, good show, Jason. Good show. Good show, mate. Right, jolly good show. Yes, jolly good. Jolly good. It's his time time to end it. I come on. No. Hello. You got any uh, final words or propositions or? <sighs> no, just uh, you know. Megan Marco. Sorry. Yeah. Keep it, keep it between the ditches, as a he used to say. Keep it between the ditches. Keep it. Take this job and shove it. Hmm. Sorry, that's just the the country music uh, came to my head there. <laughs> Who was that? Was that uh, Ricky Lee? Johnny Paycheck. That's what I said. Johnny Paycheck. <laughs> All right, Jason. Well, uh, we'll call that a night. How about that? Hello, night. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Hello, walls. <laughs> Hello, walls. Yes. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us on Talk of the Now. Not the greatest show, but not a bad one. Was, <laughs> we, we did what we could. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>